Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's the snap. Darnold back. Big rush. He's it. And TJ has him. And down he goes inside the 20. They'll call him down at the 17. Taylor Moten, the right tackle, got beaten badly on the play by TJ Watt. Shotgun snap. Mariota from his end zone, throws that pass, and it's intercepted! Going to the five-yard line and getting out of bounds is Minka Fitzpatrick, and that seals the deal in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and the Steeler Nation is celebrating. Well, the AFC rosters and NFC Pro Bowl rosters are out, and uh, we're going to take some time today to um, congratulate the players that uh, have had uh, been named as Pro Bowlers, that being T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, there was also four guys that were alternates, something you and I share, Max. We were on the yes. all-alternate team. <laughs> That's right, the others, the other squad. <laughs> the other squad. The, the squad behind the squad. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and think about it now. Yeah, I wonder if these guys are, are flag football capable, but we got Pat Fryermuth, Derek Watt, Cam Hayward, and Alex Highsmith who were uh, also voted in as alternates. Max, what's your take on this um, post-Franco day number two? Because, of course, this we're still yeah. going to – what we want to do, too, is we want to throw open the phone lines, 412-919-1316, because we want to intermix, again, people that have memories that want to um, recount some of the things that they encountered with – I've heard from so many people who have had uh, – you know the interaction with Franco, and it's it's been marvelous and wonderful, and and kind of healing in many ways. You know, kind of soothes his soul. Um, but uh, we certainly want to leave that open to for the folks of Steelers Nation to be able to join in. But Max, again, I'm going to ask you what your take is on the on the uh, Pro Bowl. Well, I I definitely agree with uh, you know with Minka, and obviously TJ is TJ, like. 
you know, even though he's missed, you know, a lot of games, TJ's impact is always felt. Right. So it was it was right. I, w- I was just surprised that Alex didn't make it as well. But well, I'm glad he's an alternate. But I thought he would have made the initial roster. You know, what was interesting was, you know, back in my day, they used to say that the saying was, you make it a year later than you should and you stay a year longer than you should. You know what I mean? Is That's kind yeah. of, you know, because of the lag time in voting uh, really Pro Bowl, pro bowl con, con credentials. You know what I mean? It kind of rolls out a little bit later. And uh, certainly with Alex, he's very deserving of it. But uh, you cannot begrudge T.J. Watt, though he missed seven games, still impactful, still capable of doing some things. He's got four sacks and five TFLs. So, you know, the fact is he's he's reigning defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's exactly why I think, you know, you, you definitely earn the opportunity to be there multiple years. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, Okay, I mean, and also consider a team record also plays into that, yes. right? Yep. The better the record, the more guys that you're normally going to get into that. Our record is still teetering below uh, 500, so therefore they're going to look at the other teams with greater than 500 records um, a little bit more uh, rose-colored lens, so to speak, right? Absolutely. They have a rosy disposition when they look at those guys. But, no, but I'm happy for the guys that made it. Um, you know, anytime you get a player or teammates that can represent each other, um, you know, that can represent the organization, that, that that's what you hope for. And, you know, I love it for Pat Fryermuth that he became an alternate, you know, year two. Yep. The impact that he has that he has made, uh, apparently the entire league took notice. And the fact that you're up there in the in in that conversation, especially when you consider like who we know the known suspects are at the tight end position in mm-hmm. the AFC side, a la Travis Kelsey, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you, you, you know, the fact that you're making the alternate list is, is pretty special, and that puts you in rare company um, for the squad. But yeah, no, I I think this is a good list. You know, hopefully, if the trend goes the way that it goes, where guys decline, maybe we do get Alex Highsmith and Cam. And uh, and pat in there because somebody is uh, they're either playing for you know a Super Bowl or they just they just decline it and then we can get more guys there and then we can add a bigger larger list to the Pro Bowl uh, attendees. Exactly so, you know. And by the way, I was thinking about Travis and and uh, Jason Kelsey, the two brothers. I guess they they've got between them fourteen Pro Bowls. I mean that's that says a lot about a brother that they've made together as brothers. You yeah, know, in the same year. That's pretty impressive. Kind of combo. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Now 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 we can have TJ and JJ start to build up some. They have to be close. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I mean, this is I you know, I, I look at this and I'm I'm really happy, like you said, for Alex. I'm really happy for Pat. Derek Watt, that was a nice uh unexpected thing. Cam, yeah. Um you know, Cam is still high level. I, I don't care what anybody says. He's still playing at a great level. And, uh, you know, the fact that defensively – and, again, I think with Cam, more than anything, that's part and parcel of when what happens when your record is not real good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's just one of those things. Yeah, and that's what I said. I mean, you look at it, and, you know, I think – that's where you have to just say, you know what? 
had things been better, uh, I know you would have been in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we, we would have probably gotten about three to four more guys in there on that initial list. And it would have been one to two guys as alternates. Or maybe or maybe one to two more guys that would have been alternates, Wolf. Yeah. So, I mean, to the victor goes the spoils. Yeah. So, you kind of relent a little bit right now. But still, we're grateful. We're thankful for the opportunity to have two players that represent this squad. And then to have another five, six guys on the alternate list. So, no, it, it's, 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 it's tremendous to have that. Um that honor. Now the you've got um, former uh, well the Hall of Fame quarterback and two time Super Bowl champion Peyton Manning. He's going to coach the AFC with his brother Eli, who also won a pair of Super Bowls, who will be coaching the NFC. So you got the Manning brothers are coach uh, the being the head coaches of both the AFC and NFC. So this should be interesting. You know, I mean, a little. I, I love it because it's it's going to be with Omaha Productions, which everybody knows. Peyton doing the Omaha, the the uh, yeah, you know exactly. the audible. <laughs> I thought that was so uh, funny with that Omaha. Yeah, you you yeah, you would have Omaha Productions. I was like, that just makes perfect sense. That that's so Peyton, so oh, on brand. It is. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I came to the Steelers in 1980, and the entire time I was there, we had brown as our our, our live color. Everybody yeah. knew. Everybody knew brown. They knew that that was automatic. We were playing the Dolphins one time, and Terry Bradshaw checked to a, a brown uh, thirteen, brown thirteen, which is a straight dive with with a fullback uh, behind the left guard, basically, you know, a b gap right there. And and I remember, um, was it Vern Den Herder or was it the other Miami defensive end? I, I can't remember which one. He stood up and he, he he's pointing right in, in his spot and he goes it's coming right here boys coming right here all right and it was like i'm sitting there going terry can't you can't you let go uh, give a fake you know the the check with me or or go disregard the audible which you know that would be would would help you know what i mean you have the disregard the audible you go a brown call but you don't run what they think you're going to run from the audible because it's dead and 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 he never did that <laughs> It was just like Lord. brown, and everybody goes, I know where that's going. <laughs> Chartreuse 31, guys. Chartreuse 31. <laughs> Chartreuse. Yeah. yeah. Exactly Mar so. Marron. 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 Trece. We start speaking Spanish on them. Where's, just, a, where's Alvaro when we need them, man? That's exactly. Right. Exactly. Alvaro. Alvaro. Come on. Give us code. We need code words. We need code words. <laughs> we need code words. Chartreuse. <laughs> oh my goodness! Exactly. You know, you just mix it up. Just mix it up. I mean, we, we we know where it's going. Just you know, it's like, hey guys, Audible, listen, Brown Thirteen is going to be called, you know, <laughs> Je, 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 Gemini Double Play. You know what I'm saying? Like something. I don't know. I don't. It's like it's like just come up with something else. Like in the huddle right before, like because we so we used to have we used to used to mix different play calls in like for hard counts to help to help juice out right Chris right Kimiyatu. so we, we we were saying twa uh trace you know when it was you know it was a hard count so on three right and and we're saying all these different phrases and darned if chris actually jumped off sides no after making after making a twa call it was like twa 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 and 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 so and he's He's like, I don't speak French. I said, you're from French Polynesia. <laughs> I 
don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, we put that in there for you. Just you just we told you what it means. <laughs> you don't need to speak it. <laughs> you know, that whole audible uh. system, because... Yeah, you got the the brown is the live color, right? Everybody knows it. Well, I remember, you know, before that, the, once in a while, Chuck would use uh, messenger guards. Chuck was a messenger guard when he was in Cleveland, all right? And so he would yeah. send in now and then, you know, he might send in a player with via the guard. Well, he sent in um, Steve Corson one time in Detroit, and we were down around, I don't know, the two, three-yard line, something like that, and Steve comes into the huddle, and uh, – and, and Terry looks at me, and, and Steve doesn't say a word. And Terry goes, okay, check with me, at the, you know, on three. You know, at the yeah. line of scrimmage, he's going to go up there, and he's going to call it. <laughs> and so he goes up to the line of scrimmage, and we're in our two-point stance before, you know, he sets the team, and, and he goes, blue, 47, whatever, you know, like that. Uh, and then yeah. Steve goes, uh, he turns to Terry. He goes, Terry, that's not the play. <laughs> <laughs> right at the line of scrimmage. No, no, Terry, that's not the play. <laughs> Steve, oh, God. Steve, why did you say that in the huddle? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh. I mean, the things that yeah, happen it, out there. You like know what telephone. I mean? Like, this yeah. is where telephone goes wrong, you know? <laughs> Some, sometimes you got to have the right messenger guard going oh. out there, not just a messenger guard. Yes, <laughs> you got to have the messenger guard. Like oh. I think about it, like like I could see like Alan Fanica doing that if had had we had that back in my back when I was playing. Big Red, Alan, we need yeah, Big Red like could, that. No, no, no I, I'm saying just be a messenger guard. Oh, okay. In general, like I was trying to think of who would be the messenger. Chris Kiwiatu would totally blow it. Right. So I would not, I would not pick Big Juicy to be the messenger right, guard. Right. Right. That's. Um. Yeah, DeCastro. He's he's a sharp and, cookie. And Ramon. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Ramon now, was, now, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Who gets to be selected the guard that that waves the hand in front of the center for the silent count? How do you decide that? I thought it was just I thought it was just always the right guard. Yeah, but for whatever but reason, Big Ragu was the left guard. Oh, Remember? oh, that's right. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. He did. I forgot. Well, see, here's the thing: Ramon switched to left guard after I left. So oh, I okay, Ramon okay, a right guard. All so right. yeah, yeah. So that and that happened more so because Chris was gone and Will and Willie and I had left together because Willie was the left guard. Okay, with me. Okay. So, so um, yeah. So I would have thought right guard naturally, but I mean it probably goes to the veteran guy who who can actually probably more athletic guy. Yeah. Okay. I, I a guy who could actually put that hand there and or actually is it, get back or is and it still the kick. smarter guy. You know what I mean? I, cause again, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to put an intelligence thing on okay, it. Okay, wait, know, well, wait but, a minute. Wait okay. a minute now. You know, the one thing, I'll, the big ragu, you know what? A guy who whiffed a heavy bag on a cut block drill, you know, up at yeah. training camp. I, I'm telling you, that you, you got a question, okay? I, I will it, never it, forget that moment when you guys were cut blocking the heavy bag, and he somehow missed it, and he just splatted himself on the ground. And Tunch and I were in tears. We were laughing. So hard. Yeah. We're going, did he catch a downdraft or something? And and we loved uh, the Big Ragu. God. The Big Ragu was a great player. People don't appreciate what that guy was capable of doing, what he did, and how tough he was. He was a junkyard dog out there, man. Hey, but be honest. When you saw him whiff on that heavy bag, 
Did you think his career would have lasted as long as he did? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm thinking he's not long for this for this team, man. Yeah. I was like, ooh, camp buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, hey, is listen. that funny? I mean, when yeah. he you think about it, he takes like a five yard run and he he dives and the bag didn't move. I'm standing there. I watched it. The bag didn't move. His aiming point was off. And I'm like going, how do you do that? Yeah, you missed something stationary. I could Okay, maybe Big Juicy. Maybe I could see that. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Juicy was just yeah. a live wire. You just didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but, but the no, bigger goo. Juicy pulled. No, Juicy pulled. He was hitting something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had to hit something. Might have been your own teammate, but he was hitting something. <laughs> like he might have hit the guy holding the bag, <laughs> but he was gonna. He if he if he missed the bag, somebody else was getting hit, or something oh. else was getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> Max, on my first play that I that I I ran in uh, preseason as a rookie was a thirty-two trap, which in a three-four it had. Uh, uh, Larry Brown was going to pass set, and, and George Martin was the defensive end over him. And I either yeah. would pick the Ram up from George Martin or I'd turn up on the inside yeah. linebacker. And I'll never forget, I was so nerved up. And you know how it is when you're all adrenalized and you can, you know, you're snorting fire, man. You can't even, you know, you don't hardly know your own name, much less what's going on other than what's called in the huddle. And I pulled and I don't know how it, you know, I, the uh, time, you know, the time gap, and there was a time lag. I, you know, it's like in slow motion. And all I remember yeah. was as I was screaming towards uh, Larry Brown and George Martin, I guess Larry saw me coming and he stepped back and George stepped back from each other and I roared right in between them and I just absolutely pounded my face into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I came oh back. Gosh. Oh, it was. I mean, I got nothing but turf, nothing. And I came back in the, I came back in the huddle, and Mike Webster goes, "Well, did you hit somebody?" <laughs> and uh, Larry Brown chimed in before I could say anything. He goes, "No, he missed." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like playing battle. It's like playing Battleship. A twelve miss. Oh, is that the Dang truth, it. man? I knew it. I uh, knew there was one. Should have went A11. <laughs> absolutely. Look, yeah. Uh, hey, let's we've go. All had, well, we've all been there, but yeah. Absolutely. Let's go to break first. Let's go absolutely. to break first. Give them the phone number, too. Let's back on the other side. Yeah. The phone line number is 412-919-1316. We want to hear from you. Remember, we want to hear about Franco, the life, how he touched your life, uh, sharing a special memory with us because we want to make sure we keep the memory uh, and spirit of Franco alive. And also, you know, if you want to chime in about the Pro Bowl votes, you know, do you like do you like the picks? Do you like the alternates? Do you felt like somebody got snubbed? Let's hear from you, Steeler Nation. We want to know right here on the other side. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN and SNR Radio.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now power look, the give is to Mixon, and the Steelers are all through the gaps, and Mixon goes down for a loss of about two on the play. First man to him, T.J. Watt. Ball is down, the kick is on. It's blocked! Kick is blocked! Minka Fitzpatrick blocked the kick, and we have a tie game with two seconds left. (laughs) You know, Max, there's moments you look back on your broadcasting career and you go, Boy, I really screwed that one up. <laughs> Just start screaming when Billy's making the call. No, keep your big yapper shut when the main man, when 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 the voice of the Steelers is calling the play. <laughs> Had to learn that the hard way. Or if you if you know you can't do it, just hold the cough button. <laughs> that, oh, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? That, 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 is, that is exactly what I do. I'm like. You know, what? I'm gonna hold the cough button. You know, because <laughs> I because I because I, I tend to, I tend to get a mild case of Tourette's at football games. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Max you and know. Wolf, did, did either of you guys see uh, what happened with Steve Levy in the uh, the Alexander Ovechkin goal last week? No. So no. Last week, Alexander Ovechkin became just the third player in in NHL history to score 800 goals, right? Wow. And he yeah. did he did it with a hat trick goal against the Blackhawks. So it was his third goal of the game. It was a hat-trick goal, 800th goal. Huge moment. Steve Levy's calling the game for ESPN. And whoever his color commentator was stepped all over his toes. Oh, no. Talked talked all through his call of this historic Alexander Ovechkin goal. And people were just, you know, people on social media were... uh, Were were, We're not very nice. We're not very nice, (laughs) yes. No, they weren't. And and, and what was his name again? Just joking. No, no, no. (laughs) We're not going to out him on here, but uh, Steve, as Steve Lee was on, I've worked with Steve uh, this season. Uh, call it we we call it the Tampa Bay Cleveland game together. So that's oh, my first cool. time working with. And Steve's uh, Steve's a really good guy. Yeah, he's so, he's a pro's pro. He's, but you can't kill him in that moment. No, you gotta get you got you got you gotta let the golden the golden voice breathe. You know what I'm saying? Let the yes. pipes go. You can't be the guy. We, we're the sidecar. You know what I'm saying? Like on the motorcycle, we're the sidecar. We're the guys wearing the, wearing the little helmet, sitting in the little pod, just waiting for our turn. You know. <laughs> yep. Well, you got the main guy driving the, driving the motorcycle. There you go. Um, let's see. Let's take a look at the AFC offense. You got three quarterbacks: Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, and you got Joe Burrow. All right. So you got three pretty doggone yeah. good quarterbacks, man. What do you? What, what's your take? I'll take them. Yeah, I'll, I'll take them. I'll, I'll take them. All three. Em. All three, all yes. three. Yes, yes. If it's three, if it's if it's three, it's for me. And uh, I don't think you could find a better trio um, right now in the NFL. Three guys playing at the highest level, and let's face it, both their teams are sitting there at one, two, and three in the in the playoff standings. Right. Uh, one one win differential between those three squads. So you know you're looking at two eleven and threes and one ten, ten and four team. Uh, very appropriate. And uh, yeah, I, I I like them. I mean, we, we we saw two out of the three this year. We we saw the other one twice last year. So I think we're good. I think I could say that they're they're pretty good. I'll give them a certified fresh. <laughs> you take a look at you got Pat Mahomes, and he is kind of a magician with the ball. I mean, you know the things that he does, 
how he, you know, fandangos his way. You know, he starts running, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a throw coming from some angle that you could not possibly have foreseen, right? I mean, he just kind of yeah. like uh, the More wizard defend. of – Yeah, the wizard of Mahomes. You know what I mean? He just, whoom, and yeah. something happens. But then you got Josh Allen, who is virtually strong, power – all these things wrapped into he's one. He's Bam Bam. He's yeah, Bam Bam. Yeah. The okay, Bam Bam. That's a good one. And then you got yeah. Joe Burrow, who's more like the classic quarterback, but the guy's just on an unbelievable tear. Yeah, Joe Cool, man. Yeah. He, he does not get flustered. He's not get. He's not get bothered. And he just <clears throat> he just has that surgical approach to getting the football out. He want he he can manipulate it to do whatever he wants it to do to get to the guy that he that that he so desires. Um, yeah, I, I think you have three very talented and very different quarterbacking styles um, that all kind of make it work. And if you had them on a team, it's like, you know, you can't run the same offense with all three of them. Like right. they all have their – I mean, I'm sure they could they're, – they're, they're skilled enough to be able to run the same offense, but it would be done in so many different complete ways. You call one play and you get three different results. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how they are. So yeah, no, I, I, I think all three of them are fantastic quarterbacks. um, And they're, they're they're well-deserving of that honor. Absolutely. Even if it is a flag football game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? We're going to go to the phones because the phone lines yeah. are stacking up like cordwood. All right. We got uh, Herm in Sacramento. Herm, you're in the locker room, and we're looking forward to your reflections on the celebration of life we're having for Franco Harris and any other topics you want to bring up. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for letting me in, man. I appreciate you guys. You betcha, brother. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know if I can talk about Franco. Um, it's okay, man. We we were dropping tears yesterday, man. You yeah. know, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard, but it's okay. You know, you just got to let it go. Yeah. I um, I'm from Scranton, and um, yeah, I I, I um, I, was, I remember that day, the Immaculate Reception, um, very vividly. Mm. I uh. I, I was um, Christmas shopping with my mom. I was coming back, and um, my dad was watching the game. And at the time, I just um, – I was a football fan. But, I mean, not I, – I liked the Steelers because I was on his team, on my PB football team. I was the, on the Southside Steelers. Mm. So, you know, I kind of – I grew to like the Steelers. But anyway um, – when Franco made that catch, my dad was like yelling, "Hey, Herm, get in here, man! Get in here!" <laughs> Just watching the game, yeah. and I was kind of bummed out at that time. I was like, "Oh yeah, they lost. They lost." He goes, "Come here, come here! I got, they won. They won!" And so I, I go in, I go in the, the family room, and sure enough, they you know they won. They they showed the play over and over, and at that point, it was like a magical moment. How old were you, Herm? I was about 10 years old. 10 years old. Wow. And yeah. So it was like a magical moment. And um, it was just, uh, it was so cool. And he definitely uh, changed the trajectory for the Steelers. Um, yes. Not not single-handedly. Obviously, he had help. But it was just, um, he was such an instrumental part in um, uh, the Steeler history. 
And um, it was it was it was cool. This this year was the first time I made a Steeler game out there. Did and, you? Um, I was coming. Yeah, this is the first. You know, even though I lived in Pennsylvania for 25 years, I never actually went out there because, like I say, I'm part. You know, across the state. But um, yeah, so my daughter and I flew in, and we saw a Steeler game. But I had to get my picture taken with uh, the statue, you know, <laughs> yeah. at the airport. Yeah, was, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, but, and Max, I agree with you, man. Uh, Alex Highsmith, he, I think he was the first first teamer this year. He, he was uh, he was a stud, and he is a stud. And, um, I mean, he and TJ um, definitely, and and Minka definitely, and and you know. When people say maybe Cam lost a step last week, when I saw him go up the middle like that and and take down Darnold, yep. that was unbelievable. You know, <laughs> the guys are studs still. So um, yeah. that's all I got, guys, and I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks, Herm. And, Let me tell you, this is healing. You get it out, you talk about it, because we all love Franco. He all meant something to us. You know. Yeah. So good. All right, brother. You take care. Let's move on. I got uh, we got another one here. Max, take this one. This is Bill. Hello, folks. Right. How are you? Doing good, Bill. Hello? Doing good. How are you? Can you hear us, Bill? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Listen, okay, I got good, a good. story. In, in, in 1979, when I got out of the Marine Corps, the lady that I'm married to had an apartment down on North Avenue. In those days, Franco had a house out on North Avenue. Hmm. We were in the apartment across the street. I had just got out of the Marine Corps and just come back from overseas. And I, well, if you're my age, you're in the, I'm in my 60s. Yeah, you're an old I guy came, too, I, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a relic, baby, trust me. <laughs> I'm, I'm right I there think with we're you. the same age. Yeah, 64. I, if you remember back in the day, I came back uh, from overseas. I had them big Kenwood triple five D speakers. I had four of them, and I was carrying these big boys way up to the fifth floor. And Franco stood there and watched me. Cause he had seen my wife before. She used to walk her dog over in that park on North Avenue on the north side. Mm. Franco laughed at me like like he said that girl must be something else. You to carry those speakers up all those steps. I hope she don't put you out. <laughs> That's priceless. Oh my goodness. My wife, my wife, and I talked about this that day. I mean, you know, Franco didn't say much, and I think uh, Wolf, you might remember that house on North Avenue. It was not too far down from the Y. I think I know where you're talking. You know, but again, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I got the, you know, I suffer a little bit from ramnesia, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, that, is that what you call it? Yeah. I just call it old. That's, <laughs> That's <laughs> what it might be. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I never really bothered Franklin because every time I came out the apartment, there was always some fans out there, you know, he never got any peace. But he harassed me that day because, you know, those speakers were huge. <laughs> Those yeah. speakers, those I'm struggling with him, and he, you know, he didn't say a whole lot. He looked, gave me one of them smiles, and he said, "She must be something else, for man." <laughs> oh, that's something to treasure the rest of your life, brother. That is so that cool. is amazing. <laughs> that, that is the funniest story I've heard so far. That's great, yeah. Bill. 
Thank you, hey, bud. Sister, Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you for that story. Thank you for sharing that with us because, you know, I'm sure somebody out there was having a tough day. And if you can't laugh at that, I no. mean, that that just that just brightens your whole overall mood. It's just it's, it's, that, it's that little quick wit there. You yeah, know, that's Frank, what he just had, that, the, the one-liners. I mean, and he does it so subtle, right? He he knows what the effects are going to be, and he just delivers it, just nice, soft, and consistent. And then you're left with, "Oh my gosh, did that just happen?" You're like, and then you just start laughing hysterically. <laughs> and, then, and then he'll give you the, the grin and the nod, like, "Yep, he got it finally." <laughs> oh, oh my fabulous! Gosh. You know, that, that why don't we go ahead and take a break? Because we got a couple more callers. We got Denny in Hawaii yeah. and Juan in Charleston. And uh, we'll get to you guys in the next segment there. All right. Sounds good. Hey, stay tuned in here. We got more calls. Remember, the phone lines are 412-919-1316. We want to hear from you. Just like just like with Bill and with Herm, like we want to make sure this is a healing process. This is also a time to reflect on some funny moments and have some lighthearted, you know, uh, you know, interludes there yes. because I know this is still a very heavy subject for all of us. Um, but the more we talk about it, the better we're going to get with the grieving process. There are stages and cycles. So we have to get to the acceptance phase and then we work towards the healing phase. So please feel free to call in. You're in the locker room, Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shotgun snap on third and two. Darnold waits, 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 dances, fires it over the middle. Broken up at the 31-yard line. A great job defensively on Shai Smith by Minka Fitzpatrick. Play action fake, wants to throw it. Big rush. It is Highsmith, and he's down for the sack. Highsmith, sack number 11 on the year, and he's a hometown favorite as a graduate of UNC Charlotte. Oh, yeah, just more of our pro bowlers, our alternates, which, you know, X and I were all alternates. <laughs> you know, yeah. so close and uh, yet the, so and far. <laughs> The other guys. The other guys. We're the other guys. We're the other guys in my book. You know what? Thank you, Wes. Thank you. Appreciate you. To the rest of the NFL world, we were the guys behind the guys and sometimes behind those guys. That's a true word, man. Yeah, right. Right. Hey. But our name was on a list. That, that is that is important. It was not the list, but it was on it a list. And not exactly. as an A or B list. It was just yeah, A list. Yeah, I was about to say, it was kind of like the C list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, ah, yes. We're filling out names. Uh, they deserve it. Uh, just put their name on yeah. there. <laughs> well, they we're tried gonna... really hard. <laughs> let's, let's roll out with our celebration yeah. of life of the great, wonderful Franco Harris. Man, we got Denny in Hawaii. Denny, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. What time is it out in Hawaii? Uh, let's see. It's 5.49 a.m. What are you doing up this early? What? Get Zooks, man. Listening to you guys. I do it every morning. <laughs> God bless you. We appreciate you. What you got for us, uh, Danny? God bless you. 
Amen. Uh, so I have three things on Franco. Go so right ahead. Just, um, <clears throat> I used to travel a whole lot. And I lived in Austin at the time. And I was coming back from the trip. And it was a connecting flight. And that's back in the days before, before all the security. At the very last minute, this guy runs onto the plane. He jumps into the seat next to me. And we were up front. And I, I nod to him. And we got about 10,000 feet. And I say, hey, sir, uh, you're uh, Franco. And I go, Harris. He said, yeah. I said, uh, you owe me 75 bucks. Wait, whoa, 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 what? You owe, you owe me 75 bucks? Yeah. He said, why? I said, when you made the catch, I jumped up in my rec room and I put my fist right through the steel. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, uh, just to talk about his wit. Um, several years before that, I'd gone to a, to a Lions thing up in New York. <clears throat> Uh, you guys came and talk one night. The Franco was there giving him a speech. So after it was over, there good speech by the way. He uh, there, there was a question and answer, and the guy says, "Hey, what's it going to take to win next year?" This was after the first Super Bowl. He looked at him quietly and said, "Next year." <laughs> That's what it's going to take. Yeah. Oh, everybody in the, everybody jumped up. Anyway, last thing. Oh, <laughs> I can't tell you what year it was, but I took my dad to a fire game. <clears throat> and I looked down in the stands, and there's this whole section of kids. I mean, whole, right in the middle. <laughs> it's okay, bud. We're all grieving. Yeah. We're all grieving. Yeah. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of Franco. Yep. Yeah, he's so deeply affected so many of us. Yeah, it's okay, he's, brother. He's one of the finest guys I've known. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And by the way, Wolf, we met you. I was living back in Pittsburgh. My wife and I, in 2000, 2005, and I went to one of uh, Alan and Julie's events, and, uh, and we got, got we got to meet. Yeah. Oh, my wife, cool. thank you guys for, for uh, teaching her about football. Yeah. <laughs> she, she'd love to listen to you guys. Uh, anyway. God bless. I, I can't say took his name. Say, I'm sorry. I have a hard time saying took his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too, brother. I, I have a cup of Joe with him every morning. I got a picture of him on my fridge. I break out his uh, the the Hawaiian cup that he gave to me when he went out there. You know, he he and Sharon, his wife, went out to you know Hawaii, and uh, because his kid stayed with me, he was out there, and all I got was a a coffee mug. I kept reminding him, "This is what I get. I got your kids for a whole week. You're out there. You're at the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, and what do I get? I get a coffee mug. <laughs> it's better than the coconut yeah. bra and the grass skirt. That was the other option. Okay, Walt. yes, that, that's <laughs> decidedly different." <laughs> that's better that's better yeah. brother denny we got to roll on yeah we got to roll on brother yeah. but thank you so much for your memories we yes, you treasure you. Oh, hey, thank, and I thank, thank you, you guys for being there you betcha brother thank you way to go
Oh, I love it. Let's get one more in before we go. Let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, you got about a minute and a half, brother. Hey, good morning, guys. Good How morning. You doing? Good morning. Hey, just hey, just want to say, um, Wolf, I was listening to the replay last night when you and when you and on the move had him down here on the district with y'all last week, and that oh. touched me when he was on air with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, so. very special. You know, what I mean, because. You know, he was the guy that announced Pat Fryermuth on draft day. Uh, there was a special, that Penn State thing, you know, they climbed Nittany Mountain or whatever, you know, and, they, you know, they they uh, they hold hands and sing the, the Penn State fight song. I don't know. I always tease them about it. But the fact was, um, you know, Franco was just instrumental in, in Pat's life. Pat talks about it and, and tells, you know, what a, what a great guy he was. Yeah, and I'll let you go after this. So, with, um, I know they retired a number. I just want to put this out there with Najee, him and Franco share the last name Harris. Don't you think they should let Najee rock the number 32 one more time with Franco? Wow. I, I don't know. That's a tough call. Tough call, but, man, that was that's kind of interesting. <laughs> that, that, that is interesting, but, boy, that, that would be a lot to live up to if he put that yeah. jersey on. Boy, that would be tough. Even if it is to honor him yeah. because you would have to show up and show out. <laughs> um, yeah. If you yeah, if you get that number, um, I I don't know. Not not a lot of guys would probably be willing to do that and step out like that to honor him. But I mean, it, it is creative as hell. I'll give you that one. I, I, I mean, it's something I never thought of. That 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 would be that would be awesome to see guys do that. That would be pretty cool. But I don't I don't know if they could. Could you imagine could that Harris and thirty two on a jersey on a running back one more time? Wow. Against, against the Raiders, yes, <laughs> yeah. right. Raiders, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. that would just that would just. I don't. I don't know. We, we you'd ha- you'd have you'd have frozen tears on people's faces because it's yeah, cold as that's heck. true. Saturday night, <laughs> but you would you would have tears and joy. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that that's great. I, Juan, thank you for that thought thank because you. that's something that never even crossed my mind. That that's a cool thought to have thought of. So Absolutely. I appreciate that. All right, hey Max, we better go because we got John Cole. But oh, that's right. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got, we got a hard out. All right, hey, hour one down. Power hour next. John Cole on the other side of this, and of course, we'll still be taking your calls after after we finish talking with with Mr. Cole here in the locker room. Wolf and Starks on ESPN and SNR Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.